listening to the Agent Survival Guide podcast. A podcast for today's insurance agents. Informing. Educating. Empowering. Improving the way you do business in an industry that's anything but static. In today's episode, one of our favorite things to do here on the show is give insurance agents practical tips and strategies to use in the field. And we have got one today that I think you are going to absolutely love. Now, joining me in our studio, we have Luke Acree, president of Reminder Media. Hello and welcome to the show, Luke. Thanks for having me. It's great to be here. And also joining us, Andrew Saxa, Senior Vice President, Financial Services Division for Reminder Media. Welcome to you as well. Thank you, Sarah. Great having you guys here in the studio chatting about your company and a marketing strategy that takes some of the fundamentals of what we talk about here on the show and really puts them into practice. Before we get into what Reminder Media is and how it can help our agents, though, Let's talk another thing that I like to talk about, origin stories. Andrew, we will start with you. Oh, this is going to be riveting. I love it. (laughs) This is fun. All right. So I was a financial advisor for about 15 years and was very blessed and fortunate to find Reminder Media when we were still just kind of getting started out, really about seven years ago. Okay. And boy, I'll tell you, it's been a blessing, you know, obviously seeing us grow Now we're over a $60 million company with over 300 employees and the growth in the financial industry for us has been incredible. So it's been just, it's been so much fun. Okay. How about you? Yeah. Andrew is the true brains behind the outfit. I'm the mouthpiece as they say. So Reminder Media started about 18 years ago Okay. and got its start in real estate. It was actually started, so it's a family business. So my uncle and I run the business together. He had started it out about 18 years ago in print and real estate. My journey goes about, oh man, it's almost been 13, 14 years ago, I started a company called Nextmark Design, which was a website business, graphic design business. So I was doing that. Steve, my partner in crime, was doing Reminder Media. He had reached a point in his journey that probably a lot of entrepreneurs can have camaraderie with. Entrepreneurship's a roller coaster. So there's a lot of ups, there's a lot of downs. He had just reached a time in his life where he was kind of burnt out, not sure what he wanted to do with Reminder Media. He convinced me to join forces with him. So about 11 years ago, you know, I joined up with him at Reminder Media. And I just tell people, shorten the story, God's blessed us. It's been amazing. It's grown, like Andrew said, to about 300 employees. We have diversified. Andrew has been really the champion to lead us into financial services. And, you know, it's really blown up in financial services the last seven years. But we work in actually over 140 different industries really helping them with our vision statement, which is we want to empower entrepreneurs to live a life of freedom. We do that through our mission tactically every single day, which is helping them close more deals and retain more business. Because if they can close more deals, it's a commission check. If they get the commission check, they can send their kids to the schools they want them to go to. They can go on the vacations they want. They can live the life they want. And that's really why we exist. Okay. I like that story. There's a little bit there that I haven't heard before. So we got a little bit of the background of how you got started with Reminder Media, but what brought the two of you together? How did that happen? Well, it's not romance. So (laughs) no, It's a bromance. Yeah, it's a romance. So what's interesting is Andrew, when I was hiring and building out the sales team, Mm -hmm. so my expertise is sales and marketing. It's what I love to do. And I was trying to build out a sales team of people on the phones 
calling financial advisors, calling real estate agents, calling all these different industries that were requesting information from us. And Andrew just happened to join our team for the real estate side. So he had a background in financial services, but on the real estate side. And I'm like, okay, this guy's really good. He's starting to close deals. He's really performing as a salesperson. And just in talking to him, I realized, oh my gosh, this guy has a huge background in financial services. Our financial services, we were getting requests, but it was really going nowhere. And so basically asked Andrew at that moment, hey, would you step into financial services and see what you can do? Mm -hmm. And like I said, the last seven years has been unbelievable. This guy's one of the most well-connected people. If we want to talk about network marketing and and connection and referrals, everywhere we travel, he knows somebody. I feel like he's lived in all, every location we've ever been. Uh, But he really has taken financial by storm by just relationship marketing, literally what we do for our clients. That's what he does every single day. And that's really kind of been our journey together. When you say relationship marketing, we talk a lot about making sure that you are networking for the right reasons and Mm -hmm. making sure that you're getting to know people, getting your name out into the community. So kind of interesting to hear that that is still, you know, as successful as you guys are, that is at the heart of your mission. Now, bringing it back to Reminder Media, we say that, but we haven't really gotten into what it is that you guys do. We we have a copy of what you guys put out, but can you tell us a little bit more about Reminder Media's services and why our agents should be really excited about what you guys have to offer? I should let Andrew take, I'll let you explain the products. I'll give everybody the high level value proposition is if you are looking for a way to generate referrals looking for a way to making sure that you don't lose the repeat business, the renewals, and you know, hey, this is a relationship-based business. I got to stay in touch. That's what we want to help you do. So we create a myriad of different touch points, and I'll let you, Andrew, kind of talk about our flagship touch point. But our idea is come to us. We'll keep you in touch with your database in a really classy way that allows you to have conversations and ultimately build relationships, which I believe relationships are the currency of business. And if people have a relationship, if they know, like, and trust you, they end up using you. So right. if you want to talk about the actual product. Sure. Sarah, can I borrow props? Since- Absolutely. Oh, yeah. man, we got Vanna White going on. <laughs> All right. We got props. All right. So, you know, the really unique thing about our client relationship tool mm-hmm. is the fact that it is customized right down to the individual client. Mm-hmm. And the agent is the star. Mm-hmm. So the agent, of course, has their face on the cover of the magazine, mm-hmm. compliments of them. But the home run... The real value, and we talked about the relationship, right? Mm -hmm. It really is the strength of being able to do business with somebody. When you customize the magazine right down to the individual client level, Mm -hmm. it's very impactful. So my wife and I just had our daughter graduate college, our oldest daughter. What a great moment. You Mm -hmm. know, I mean, it's a huge milestone. If my agent, my advisor sent me this magazine and said, hey, Andrew, hey, Tamla, congratulations on Tori graduating college must be a big moment in your life. That's that relationship that connects to both halves of the household. It connects to the next generation. It leverages all those relationships to generate more referrals like Luke was talking about. Mm -hmm. Because if you're an agent today, I promise if you just sell Medicare, if you sell life, you sell annuities, any one of your top clients, those three or five people are just like them. Mm -hmm. They have the same assets. They value your client's opinion. They wouldn't hang out with them in the first place, right? Birds of a feather truly do flock together. Mm -hmm. And the only thing that's missing for that agent 
to turn that prospect into a client Mm -hmm. is their ability to be liked, known, and Mm -hmm. trusted. And that's what we do. You know, again, it starts at the relationship level. Mm -hmm. You give them something that's high quality, that's less than the cost of a Hallmark card, especially if you're a Ritter agent. (laughs) Shout out for you guys. And then, of course, you have two recipe tarot cards. It could be almost anything that they want, and then they have the back cover inside and out. And again, if there's a referral partner, a strong relationship with maybe a state planning attorney or a CPA, what an easy way to engage them. Make sure that you're always in front of their clients and their waiting rooms. Mm -hmm. But I always bring it back to the client. Client's the most important person in the whole scenario. So if you can really and truly take that client and do something that's important to them, Maybe they have a good relationship to the American Cancer Society or they're doing something with their church or charity or school and you feature them the back cover of this magazine mm-hmm. and you send it out to that client. Holy cow, you talk about turning somebody into a raving mm-hmm. fan for your business. Mm-hmm. They'll show it to everybody they know. Right. So at the end of the day, yes, we have incredible four magazines that design content to whatever the client is interested in, whether it's mm-hmm. diet, fitness, exercise, like our Start Healthy magazine, mm-hmm. our flagship, which is our American Lifestyle magazine, which okay. is travel, recipes, DIY. Maybe it's our Business in Action magazine, which mm-hmm. is very exciting. That's the one that we just came out with that really engages with the entrepreneur okay. or the small business owner. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Or even you have our Good to Be Home magazine, which is incredible for the real estate or just anybody that really is into architecture or landscaping. Again, my wife, Tamala, loves HGTV. I promise. She loves that magazine. (laughs) (laughs) So we have magazines. We have postcards. We have digital content that is absolutely incredible, very Mm -hmm. cutting edge. So whatever your client is interested in receiving as far as content or delivery, We're going to make sure that you're able to connect with that client, leverage that relationship, generate those referrals, ultimately get more renewals and get more referrals and close more business. It's funny as you were just holding up that magazine and going through the different magazines that you offer, I can almost see, okay, yes, I'm an agent. I can put these magazines out for my clients, but from a networking aspect, you could pick up that business in action magazine. Put your information on mm-hmm. that. And when you're meeting people or when you're networking, hand them a copy yeah. of the magazine. And it's another way to have that touch point as well. One of the um, main ways, because you mentioned the networking, that we're seeing mm-hmm. agents use this, which has been really interesting, is you know how they partner with pharmacies? Yes. Or they partner with mm-hmm. doctors and stuff like that? That we're seeing them feature whether it's a doctor's office or a pharmacy or one of those local partners, those referral partners, feature that person in their magazine. So it's a way to kind of have cross-pollination, cross-branding. It builds reciprocity with your referral partner. You're giving them free advertising. And it's a beautiful way to now keep that relationship more solid than the next agent who's trying to get that pharmacy or that doctor to be the referral partner. Right, right. I absolutely love what you guys have done with this. Now, you had mentioned a little bit on the digital side that there's a digital counterpart to the magazine that you have um, with everyone being on social media and us kind of living more of our lives online. I see the value from a magazine standpoint. How do you recreate that in a digital form? Yeah. So the digital, when we created the digital, what I didn't want to do was just create a PDF. So the magazine, Mm -hmm. if you guys get your hands on a sample, you'll see it's super high quality. It's coffee table. 
the whole purpose of that, yeah, Andrew's it holding is, it, it up. It looks amazing. The, I mean, you can really see correct. it. It's it, not a pamphlet or one right. of those kind of flimsy magazines that comes in the mail. It's supposed to be perceived as a coffee table quality magazine because mm-hmm. we want it to be perceived as a gift. So the mm-hmm. same type of concept we wanted to apply to digital. We didn't want just a PDF. Mm-hmm. It wouldn't be delivered well through email or on your website. People mm-hmm. probably wouldn't engage with it. We actually built from the ground up a digital magazine platform that's interactive. And the content in your print magazine is not actually the same content that's in your digital. And there's a reason why. And this, you'll get this from a marketing standpoint. Mm -hmm. People consume print way different than they consume digital. And I was naive years ago when we released digital. We released seven articles, did it every two months, just like the print. And the Mm -hmm. engagement wasn't that great. And we realized, look, people will sit down and read 2000 word article in a print magazine, but they want a bite-sized listicle type article on digital. They want to be able to scan it. They want it to be visually appealing with images. So we switched our digital. Our digital magazine actually comes out once a month because we found that the email open rates and the engagement rates was higher the more you sent the digital. And we also made the content more bite-sized. So instead of seven articles, you're down to four articles that are coming out monthly, putting video in our digital. So maybe there's a recipe tear-out card in the print. Mm -hmm. In the digital, it's, yes, here's the recipe and how you make it, but here's a video and you can watch someone actually make the recipe. And then, of course, the same applies to customization. So digitally, an agent in a print magazine, they can write a letter, but digitally you could shoot a video. So our agents might in their digital magazine go, Hey, Andrew, thanks for checking out my magazine. You know, Mm -hmm. thinking about you and Tamala today. Make sure you check out the blueberry pancake recipe on page seven. It's awesome. Such a good recipe, by the way. (laughs) Megan and I made it. (laughs) But it's that way to put a personal video message in your digital magazine. And what I tell agents all the time, if you think, okay, Luke, how does a magazine get me to a referral Mm -hmm. or get me to renewal? Because that's really what it's about. You're doing these touch points and these marketings. You're giving back to trigger reciprocity so you can help that client and earn business. And what I tell people all the time is because this is more perceived as a gift, Mm -hmm. take advantage of that aspect and pick five people on your list a day, Mm -hmm. shoot them a text message with the digital. It doesn't come across as an ugly link. It comes across as a beautiful picture. It can be a simple text. Hey, Andrew was thinking about you today. Hope Mm -hmm. you're doing well. We should get together for coffee soon. Hey, thought you might want to check out my digital magazine or my Start Healthy magazine. You know, it's a great exercising tip. I know you're hitting the gym and you shoot that text message to him. How my insurance agent earned my business at Reminder Media by literally just building a relationship with me, trying to get me to lunch. He finally got me to Mission Barbecue because I'm a sucker for barbecue. But he finally (laughs) developed that relationship and that earned him my PNC business at Reminder Media and then ultimately my health and life business at Reminder Media Mm -hmm. because he built that relationship we're just trying to give you tactical non-salesy ways to drip on your database today because you know you want to get in front of them, but you don't want to be the insurance person. Right. So how do you do that in a non-salesy, tactical, gift-giving way? Mm-hmm. That's what the digital can allow you to do strategically. Right, right. That's the digital side mm-hmm. of the magazine. What do you guys have for social media? Because yeah. I know that's another big area that we really try to market ourselves yeah. in. So we take all of our content that we've created. So it's a library of contents, probably 2,000 plus articles in there now. Mm -hmm. We have rearranged the content, designed it to be shareable on social. So shareable on your Instagram, on your Facebook pages, your LinkedIn, your Twitters, your Pinterest. And the idea here is everybody wants to be on social. The big pain point we see is they don't know what to post. Mm -hmm. They don't know how many times to post. They don't have the time to go curate good content. So what do you see all the time? You see an insurance business page on Facebook. 
last article or last post was three months ago. Right. So we give you a library of content categorized by, you know, just different interests of topics. So it might be home topics, lifestyle topics, health topics. You can go in there in our interface, schedule out on your Facebook page, for instance, month, two months worth of post. And you schedule the day you want them to go, the time you want them to go. Instagram is a little bit different of a beast. Mm -hmm. It's not an article platform, <laughs> right? It's more of an image and mm -hmm. now video-based platform. Right. So for Instagram, we actually connect you up as well. We have images in there for you to use okay. from business motivation to humor to you know lifestyle, home, all that good stuff as well. But we just started releasing videos to give you okay. real-based content as well. So you will have okay. now reels in there that you can post. And the idea with social is you want to be consistent for your brand, but don't get discouraged if people aren't engaging because the algorithm, it will show your post to about maybe one to 2% of your audience if you have a business page. Right. So, so many people, they get discouraged and they stop posting. Don't, because when someone is thinking about doing business with you, what do they do? They Google you and they're going to find your business page. They're going to find your LinkedIn. And that is a first impression. And if they see that you're not active, activity breeds in the mind of the consumer productivity. So if you're active on your social, people are going to naturally think you're productive. You're out there, you're right. performing. So we want to give you the content to be productive, but here's where you take it to the next level. I believe with our social content, social was made to be social. Yes. That's the whole idea of social right. media. People have forgotten that they're trying to just post content, Right, right. right. but it's made to be social. So take our content. And just like I told you to send that text message, do what I call as a five for five. Everybody has five minutes a day, pick five people in your database, go into our library of content, pick a piece of content that you think they would enjoy, go specifically to their direct message, their DM, or go to their wall on Facebook and post it. If you post just on your wall, tag them in the post, literally going, hey, Andrew was thinking about you today. Check out this article, thought you might like it. The reason why you want to do this is everybody gets that red notification Right. Mm -hmm. When you get a, you know, someone commenting or liking or something like that. Yes. You never not check those things for the most part. Everybody checks them. So you're going to be seen mm -hmm. by those five people every single day. Yeah. The most important thing that influences the algorithm of Instagram and the algorithm of Facebook mm -hmm. in order for your content to be seen by the people that you're friended mm -hmm. is the engagement you have with those people. Right. Number one thing it looks for is it goes, if Luke posts a piece of content, Am I going to show the content to Andrew only if I believe Luke and Andrew actually like each other, if they actually have a relationship, mm -hmm. if they actually engage? So if I tag Andrew, what is he going to do? He's going to naturally engage. Yep. So the next time I post, Instagram's algorithm has refined and goes, oh, well, let me show this to Andrew because Andrew and Luke right. are engaging. Try this the next time you're just doing stories, post a story and then go immediately go engage with other people's stories. Swipe up, comment on their stories, give the little emojis, like the stories. You'll start seeing those people's stories more and more and more. You'll see how, you know, how it, if you follow a lot of people yes. it, up at the top, you're seeing all these people's stories. The people you engage with the most are the people who show up first. Yes. So you want to influence that specifically for your sphere. So the five for five is take five minutes a day, pick five people in your sphere, use our content that's curated. You don't have to spend any time in it. If Andrew has a dog, search dogs, pull a dog article, post it on his Facebook wall. If you are really engaged, watch Andrew's Facebook feed, see that his daughter graduated college, post an article on college or post an article on after college. 
and engage with them because that's going to influence the algorithm, but most importantly, influence the relationship, which is ultimately which leads to Andrew giving you more business or staying with you type idea. So those are some of the, the ways you can tell I get kind of excited about this mm-hmm. stuff. <laughs> Well, I think the the thing that I like the most about this is that, you know, from even my own standpoint, coming up with all of this content, it is not easy trying to yeah. curate content that you think your audience is really going to like and want to view. And there are times that if we're doing it ourselves, we get it wrong. But you guys are really doing a lot of the work there for our agents, that everything is there. You just have to have the database of the contacts. And you have to know about your clients to be able to kind of further those connections. But it's those little touch points, you reaching out saying, hey, saw this, thought you might like Yes. You need to have those touch points. This even goes back to my background in radio that you need to hear an ad, what, 11 times before you're going to act on it. People need to hear your name. They need to see your face. They need to have that touch point or interaction with you as this resource and this person who has something to offer them versus just wanting to sell them a product. Spot on. There's a hack that you can do on Facebook uh, called Friends List. Mm -hmm. So on Facebook, if you guys have a Facebook page, you can go on there. And I believe it's on the left-hand side in the menu. If you scroll down, you can create Friends List. And it's basically Facebook's way of giving you the ability of a CRM right there on Facebook that I can create, let's say Ritter, right? Insurance. Mm -hmm. And I'm friends with a bunch of you guys. I could put you into a list Mm -hmm. of Ritter insurance. And now I can quickly go to that and look and go to your walls and basically see what's going on in your life very quickly. So I always encourage clients, hey, man, create your sphere on your Facebook group Mm -hmm. or your Facebook friends list, create your prospecting, create all that. And then quickly each morning, go to those lists and quickly see what's going on in their life. And it's a little hack you can do on Facebook's platform. I don't believe Instagram has the ability to make like close friends, but it doesn't have the list ability yet. I don't believe. Yeah. I dabbled in the, what is it? The favorites feed where we sort of brought back 50 accounts that you can choose. And then you'll see all of the content that they post. I know they said that they were going to add some of the weight from those choices into the regular feed. I haven't seen that. Yeah, yeah. I haven't seen it on Instagram. Yeah. So yeah, very interesting. Now we talked a little bit about some of the social media strategies. We talked about digital. Is there a marketing strategy that you particularly love using that maybe we didn't talk about here Mm. so far? That's a great question. Oh, there's so many. The one I love the most with the print magazine Mm -hmm. that is a mixture between proactive outreach and then the passive side of marketing. So the big mistake to give kind of little context, I think that businesses make when it comes to marketing is they're either all brand or they're all direct response. And they don't realize that, hey, if you send out a 48 page coffee table publication, it's going to be an amazing touch point for you. But it's still passive. It's still a billboard effect. Just like an email, your hope is that you hit someone at the exact right time where there's a call to action on the piece where people raise their hand. But statistically speaking, in any marketing medium, that's going to be very low. So how do you get out of the defense and get to offense where you control that, hey, I'm sending out this piece, but now I can take it to the next level. And what I always encourage people is if you send this magazine, my challenge to all my clients is... When you send this out, pick up the phone and call the people you sent the magazine to. Okay. And it seems very, very fundamental or basic, 
So few people are doing this right now, and it puts you leagues above the competition. And here's why. When you call based upon the magazine, you're not calling because you're an insurance salesman. You're not calling because you're in a financial advisor. You're calling because you sent a gift to a friend and you wanted to make sure they got it. And you wanted to make sure you point something out in it and the reason why you sent it. That right there strengthens the relationship. And in the real estate game, they call it like a pop buy. They call it something okay. that's out of the blue, just giving a gift. It builds a buzz. It builds gratitude. It builds reciprocity where if you do something nice for someone, they want to reciprocate it back. But what's so key here is it opens up the combo to really ask the two most important things in this business, which is, you know, hey, Andrew, love being your agent, you know, love helping you with your insurance. Is there anything you need right now? And if the answer is yes, fantastic. You can help them right there. Probably the answer is going to be, no, Andrew, you've been great. This is awesome. Thank you so much. Then you ask the second question, hey, Andrew, I have a huge goal for my business this year. I want to help 50 families make sure that they're taken care of when it comes to their financial future. And as I think about the people that I want to work with, the people that I can help, not to make you laugh, man, if I had 50 Andrews that I could work with, it'd be amazing. <laughs> Do you know anybody I could reach out to? Maybe they're not looking right now in this very moment, but I would love to be of service to them. I would love for you to connect me to them. I'd love to send them my magazine just as a way to introduce myself. According to stats, the average person has three to five people a year that are going to need your services. If you send this to 50 people, make those 50 phone calls, there's a potential of 250 leads right. out there for you. You're not going to close all 250. Can you close 10% of that? 10% of that and get 25 new accounts or so into your book of business. We see this in every industry. I mentioned we work in 140 industries. Mm -hmm. Every industry where our people take us up on that challenge, they are the top producers in their industry because right. it takes passive marketing and adds a proactive component, which enables you to have the most critical conversation. If you don't ask, you don't receive. Right. And most people, what they do is they take out the billboard, they send a postcard, they send an email, they send a magazine, and then they wait and expect things to come to them. And it's, no, no, you got to get out there. The magazine is setting the ball on the tee for you. You still got to swing and hit the ball, right. right? So that's really the marketing campaign that I go, if you're going to run a campaign using the magazine, run that campaign. Guarantee you will be blown away by the results you get blown right. away. Sir, and if it's okay, I'd love to mm -hmm. piggyback on that thought too. That was, you know, you nailed it, obviously. You should be the president <laughs> of the company. I don't know. But anyway, so we work with a guy who's a, a really great coach. His name is Frank Maselli. Mm. Okay. And just what Luke was talking about, yes, we get the calls. We had a client by the name of Jane Shaw came running up to Luke at a conference. She wrote an $800,000 annuity from a client she hadn't spoken to in two years oh from goodness. a turkey recipe yeah, turkey in the recipe. magazine. <laughs> so, boy, we hear those stories about the passive side. You know, we all need a turkey recipe, yeah. right. you know, Especially in the past year or two ago. There I is, made right. one for the first time, and yeah, yeah I was right there, so. Yep. He actually called Jane after he had this great experience, right? Mm -hmm. 14 of his friends. Thank you so much for the turkey recipe. By the way, just sold my rental property. What should I do with $800,000? That's great. We get those calls. We hear mm -hmm. these stories awesome. all the time. But just to go back to what Luke was talking about and what Frank Maselli was talking about, people are good people. Rural reciprocity is absolutely going to kick in. When you send the magazine to the client and you ask them, hey, did you get it? You like it? Who are two people I can send this magazine to? Mm -hmm. Most people are going to give you that referral. Right. The industry itself, though, always teaches people when is the best time to ask for the referral. And the industry says when you first open the account, right? That's when they love you the most. That's that moment where everybody's really euphoric. Of course, they're going to give you some referrals. 
Frank Maselli's take is that it is absolutely the worst time to ask for a referral. And here's why. He equates it to you going on a blind date, had a great time, walked the date to the door, said, hey, did you have a nice time on the date? Yeah, it was a fantastic date. Hey, that's great. Who are the three or five other women <laughs> that you can think of right now that would also like to go on a date with me? What an insane time to ask for that referral. Right. So right. Frank always brings it back that, hey, listen, send the magazine to your top clients. Do exactly what Luke said. Call 10 of them. Did you get my magazine? You like the magazine. Who are the two people I should send this magazine to? Friends, colleagues, and birds of a feather flock together. They're going to have the same assets. They're absolutely going to have the same needs. And they're going to value your client's opinion. Right. So now when you send the magazine to those folks, number one, bring it back to Zig Ziglar. You're liked because you just gave them a gift. You're known. You're on the cover of your own magazine. You're trusted. You're coming from their friend. So again, just to go back to that referral, that is absolutely, Luke is spot on, 100% correct. It's a great tool. You're going to have great responses. Brian Harris, a guy who's got a billion-dollar practice out in Annapolis, sent the magazine out, actually had one of his top clients send him the magazine in a frame, or frame whatever. Yeah, yeah, delivered frame. to the oh, wow. office because he thought it was a national magazine. So you are going to get that passive stuff. Mm -hmm. But boy, the agents that we hear the biggest success it's the, are the ones that just follow that strategy. It's the people who win in life. Life. The people who win in life are the ones who yeah. are proactive, who are not waiting for the business, but they're going out and getting the business. And I think there's a huge disconnect that people, like I said, they live on either one side of the camp. I'm all outbound. I'm all proactive. Right. I'm all branding. It's like, no, no, no. If you want to build a multi-million dollar business, if you want to be, you got to combine those two. You got to have branding all day long with proactive outreach to the places that you're branding. And if you do that, it's it's a home run, especially if you do the Gary Vee model of give, give, give before you take. Right. And that's the whole concept. Right. And one thing for our agents to really listen to with this magazine, when you're sending this out, when you have this in your client's hands, it gives you a reason to reach out to them. Some of the industries that we work in, we're not always able to make that outreach to kind of call and check in because compliance wise, we can't do that. This gives you a reason to call. It's kind of like that birthday card. But like you said, Correct. you know, not the eight dollar Hallmark card, but you can call and say, hey, did you get this magazine? Look at the recipe on this such and such a page. You mentioned you were trying to cook turkey dinner and yeah. it all went horribly wrong. <laughs> Slight example from my experience. <laughs> Real <there>. life. <laughs> yes. Thinking that I, I thought I got a boneless turkey. It was not boneless. I <laughs> 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 was ready to take the crock pot over to my parents' house um, to have my mom help me. Yeah, that's a great, I like that strategy a lot. How about a strategy that is a little bit outside of the box that surprised you and you mm. can't say your magazine? Oh, I love that. <laughs> Because I feel like, I mean, yeah. honestly, this is a very outside of the box idea. It takes mm. a lot of factors about marketing and sales and so many facets of outreach and puts them all into one strategy. So is, is there something out there that surprised you that really worked for you guys? I'm trying to think out of the box. Well, I'll tell you this. We can 
maybe talk about this a little bit. TikTok has really surprised me. So that in and of itself, okay. I feel like is, you know, everybody's thinking TikTok, you shouldn't be on because of, you know, or the people who buy insurance on TikTok or the people who buy real estate on TikTok, like isn't it a younger demographic? I'm mm-hmm. seeing that, oh my goodness, the ability to build brand and build mindshare by posting content on TikTok consistently has been very surprising to me. But I think another one that I've been shocked on, so we have our own podcast, as you know, called Stay Paid. And we've done now about 250, a little over actual interviews with people. We have more episodes, but actual interviews. One of the biggest shocking things that Josh and I have seen out of these top producers that come in in real estate insurance, financial advising, client events. And, you know, a lot of people see client events as really expensive, really time consuming. Am I really going to get the return on investment? Should I give out pies at Thanksgiving, right? Should I do something like a golf event? The amount of testimony of referral that we're seeing from these client events has been really, really amazing. So one financial guy that we had on the podcast, he does a golf event. It's kind of exclusive. What he does for his clients is he invites his clients that he knows love to play golf. Mm -hmm. But the requirement is you have to invite a friend. You have to bring your golfing friend. So that's Mm -hmm. a natural way that he gets introduced to other clients with like net worth, right, or like needs. That's been proven successful for him. I'll use an example that's relevant, but another industry, Mm -hmm. but it blew me away. My brother did this giveaway of pies right before Thanksgiving. So you, yeah, who doesn't love a good pie, right? (laughs) But here's what was incredible about the event and how he set it up. And you can do this in insurance or any. So he's a big time real estate agent, did like Mm -hmm. 320 sales last year. He had a pie event. And what he did was he invited all of his database to come get a pie at his office for Thanksgiving. And he wanted to give them a letter and a pie, right? Just out of gratitude. So he had a ton of people show up. But what he had them do when they got there is he had each client write a testimonial for him on his Google business page. He ended up getting almost 80 testimonials that day for his Google business page. And if you're not on Google right now, you don't have a Google business page or a Google profile, you're missing out oh, yeah. because Google is favoring that in their SEO. They're favoring local yeah. businesses. So imagine if someone types in insurance Harrisburg, mm-hmm. are you going to pop up as a local Google certified professional? Are you going to pop up with your profile all nice? So he got a ton of testimonials, which is fantastic. But then he took it one step further and he took out his phone and he said, why do you love working with Acre Brothers Realty? Why? do you love you know and he got clips Mm -hmm. for his social clips for his email and he had kids even kids and he he used our magazine of course holding this magazine (laughs) and go we love steven because and imagine (laughs) the content you now have for marketing so you get all these reviews which everybody needs reviews Mm -hmm. type idea and on top of that you're getting all these clips that you can utilize in your marketing and if it's not testimonials it can be other things but it's it was something that shocked me that for the expense of a couple thousand dollars with pie oh and here's something i forgot he partnered with the local pie bakery place in lynchburg virginia to cover some of the cost of the pie if you have a mortgage professional in real estate you can get them to pay for it right insurance you have partners that probably be Mm -hmm. more than willing to help you out put on these events their name out there as well correct and then you also have that fostering of other small businesses and yeah i love so if you're looking for a good idea pie's good one another (laughs) great one is family photos Hire a photographer all day long, maybe two, it'll cost you a thousand bucks, maybe 2000 bucks and offer free family photos to all of the families in your database. They come out for the day. Every time they see that portrait of them sitting on their mantle that you ended up taking, they're going to think of you because you're the one that helped them get that family photo and it just stays top of mind. So 
It's funny that you say those those events because I was a plus one for a movie event sponsored by a financial planner that it was just a thank you, bring along a friend kind of thing. And they had us in to do a private screening. We watched the movie. There were a ton of kids there. They had snacks and things like that. And they might have spent maybe $500, $1,000 if that. And the return that they got, all of those oh, yeah. people, the contact info and just the not even that that every kid that was there just thought it was the coolest thing because you're used to this concession stand experience. Well, here you're you're Adam. You're a VIP. Yeah, it really made it special. And it still stands out in my mind that it was a really fun event. So that's that's really cool. I like that a lot. You get the extra touch points too of like you're everybody's trying to build a mm-hmm. 33 touch point plan or greater. We find if people are wondering, well, Luke, how many touch points do I need to hit my database a year? We find 26 okay. to be a good sweet spot. Mm-hmm. It's very hard to do too many. Brian Harris, who he mentioned, I mean, the guy's pulling six million dollars out of his practice. So yeah. superstar, he does like 200 touch points a year. Wow. So it's very hard to do too many. It's very easy to do too little. 26 is kind of the sweet spot we see every two weeks being in front of them. If you do a client event, you have an invite, mm-hmm. you have the actual event, and you have a follow-up call right. afterwards to say, thank you so much for coming. Did you have a good time? Mm-hmm. Really appreciate you. So you have three touch points right there out of your 26 touch points that you need a year just from one event. Right, right. Andrew, what about you? Anything that comes to mind? So I love the idea so far that we talked about. And by the way, if you do that event, get a picture of that event. Yeah, there you go. Put it on the back I, of the magazine. That's why I love Andrew. He can't, of, he can't help but mention the magazine. I love yeah. it. No magazine, no magazine. I couldn't help myself. Kind of like, here's what, you, here's what you missed out on so that the next time they get an invite, they'll yeah. they'll want to come as well. So, yeah. And then I'll, I'll throw one more on the magazine. Then we will move to actually something I thought was really unique the financial advisor did. Okay. Um, still involved the magazine. But anyway, <laughs> so <laughs> also if you've got a really great chili recipe or mm. maybe yeah, like grandma's recipe grandma's or something recipe. like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Feature this, send it out to the clients and then say, do you have a special grandma's Love that. recipe? Okay. Had an advisor get over a hundred recipes. It was a home run. And so, I should probably mention that Andrew is pointing to the recipe card inside the booklet for those of yeah. you who are listening that can't see right now. <laughs> but yeah, that's that's great. I love that because who doesn't love a great recipe? And then using that as touch point my, to- Can you yeah. be my chili recipe? Yeah. You know? Everybody's proud of their grandma's recipe or Absolutely. their mom's Absolutely. recipe. Yeah, I love 100%. that. It's a great idea. And then I heard one from an advisor I thought was really unique. Okay. He's, he's done really well. Mm-hmm. So what he does is he has a lot of luxury cars that he'll acquire and then sell. Okay. And same thing with boats. So he was actually featuring the luxury car in a classified. Everybody that called on that luxury car, you're pre-qualified, right? If you can buy a McLaren, there's a good chance you probably are well-heeled. So then he was following (laughs) up those classified calls. Of course, you know, Mm -hmm. hey, I'm sorry, the car was sold, which it was, but then followed it up with the magazine. What a great idea, I thought, just as a way to stay connected and says, you know, I do buy luxury vehicles from time to time, watches, boats, you know, I'll let you know if you're in the market. All right. And does he feature those then in his magazine? Does he do any content related to cars in his magazine? No, but he does. uh, He does actually try to match content to, you know, what those folks are interested in. So awesome. I love that. That's great. 
right. As a content nerd, I really, really enjoy that. I really appreciate that. So we talked a little bit about some marketing strategies, and we've gotten into some social media talk here. But what about, Andrew, we'll start with you on this one. What is your favorite social media platform when it comes to kind of marketing and sales and from the business side of things? Which one do you, I guess, identify with and like the most? Well, I love Instagram. I hate to say it just because... Blurry selfies. I do love me some Instagram. (laughs) But, you know, one of the things we also do on the social media side that we didn't talk about Mm -hmm. that is really unique is we now have what's called local content. Ooh. So local content is really interesting, in my opinion, because it's like an Eventbrite, Mm -hmm. but goes out every other Thursday. So it gives the client a couple of days to prepare for the event. But the agent or the advisor can actually say, hey, guess what? I'm going to be at this event. Okay. Or better yet, if they have a seminar, if they have a webinar, Mm -hmm. they can insert that into those top 10. Here's what's really cool that's going on. So people love it. It's got great engagement. Mm -hmm. And then it's also a great way for the advisor, once again, to bring their family to the event, get a chance to meet some of their clients or prospects' families. Because again, it really is all about the relationship. It's funny. The number one thing we always hear from advisors, usually, or agents even, but most of the time it's advisors. I think agents are a little smarter on this particular topic is they'll always say, hey, look, I love this magazine. I get the idea of shelf life and everything else. Mm -hmm. What I don't necessarily love about it is the fact that, you know, once again, I can't customize it, you know, all the the way through Mm -hmm. and put something that's financial, put something that's, you know, a regulation that's coming through on insurance. And we tell them, listen, I promise you, this is done on purpose for two reasons. Number one, If you really do want to engage with your client, both halves of that household, that next generation leverage the relationships. I love insurance. I personally do find insurance very fascinating. Not every single human being on the planet does. This is is going to give you content that's going to actually engage with your client in something that's a little bit different than what you're always talking about, but more importantly, give you shelf life. Mm -hmm. So that's one thing that I think is kind of very interesting. And then, like I say, just to bring it back on that local content stuff, it is really kind of interesting to see some of the feedback. Yeah, it has been crazy. Well, local content, I mean, it's difficult to even find that nowadays. I mean, I know just in my hometown, the local paper was bought out there basically basically a national syndicate trying to cover the local news, but you don't get a lot of that local coverage that we used to get. Even our radio station that I used to work at has completely changed and Mm. shifted. So you're kind of giving them a resource that they might not be able to get anywhere else. Like, yes, they could look up all that information from X number of different postings and whatever online, but you're kind of giving them sort of a cultivated feed of what's going on in their local area. So that's really cool. I'm glad you brought that up. And it's all professionally curated too, because there's nothing worse than if a financial advisor sends something to a client and there's misspellings or the link is broken or the photo doesn't match up. It's a beer festival, not a bear festival, you know, (laughs) all that stuff. So again, yeah, Grammar Bunny is is yeah. watching and, and, <laughs> and, and will call you out <laughs> yes. every single time. <laughs> so, so Luke, what about you? What would you say is your favorite social, um, media, social platform? media platform? It's so hard to choose. I think if I'm doing paid mm-hmm. advertising, so I want to actually do paid ads. I'd go Facebook. Okay. And obviously that gets put across Instagram too, because Meta owns both of them. Right. If I'm doing organic right now, organic. I think reach-wise, TikTok has blown my mind. 
it can still go viral. You can still go viral with TikTok. And, and there's a great opportunity. The key with TikTok that I'm finding, but I don't know for sure, but I'm finding from our own videos and talking to people, the key in the algorithm is watch time. So if you can get people to watch for just one extra second, two extra mm-hmm. seconds, it will take that video as, oh, this people like this content and we'll show it to more. Right. So there's a great way to hack this is basically start with a question and point to the question. Mm-hmm. So, you know, if you're in insurance, it could be something around the topic of insurance, how to receive $100,000 when you die. And you're just pointing to that, pointing to that. And people are like, mm-hmm. well, how do you see, receive $100,000 when you die? And then boom, it goes into the content and you give them the answer right. type idea. So you got to think, I would encourage people sit down and write out your frequently most asked questions or yes. what are the things that are crazy right now in that are almost like there's debate or they're polarizing and put that as a question. So like in real estate, it would be the market's not going to crash. I guarantee it. Mm-hmm. And you're pointing to that. And you, if you see that polarizing statement, you're going to be like, really? What does this person have to say? And then they go in and then right. you give your educated answer of what you actually believe. And it's a way to get videos to go a little bit more viral on TikTok. Okay. Uh, so if you're looking for the organic viral, I would go to TikTok right now. If you're looking for paid, I'd go to Facebook and Instagram. Okay. Those are some good ideas. Moving on from social media, I don't know how big of podcast listeners you both are. I tend to binge listen podcasts left and right. So we'll do this in reverse then. Luke, what are you listening to right now? So probably favorite podcast right now is Ed Milet. So Ed Milet Show. Look at I think guy's phenomenal. Actually has financial in his background. I guess WFG, he's the chairman of WFG, but he interviews all over the board, top producers, coaches, that type. So he helps me a ton with mindset from probably the more, I would say, maybe tactical side from a business perspective. I'm listening to the Hermoses, Alex Hermosi and Layla Hermosi. They are two entrepreneurs. They built a company now called Acquisition.com. Okay. But it, they basically help businesses that are doing maybe a million in revenue okay. try to go to 30 million in revenue. Okay. And just the stuff, especially Layla Hermosi, the stuff that she says about operating a business, oh, it's so valuable to any op- entrepreneur. So I would tell people, look them up. They're, okay. they're phenomenal. Very cool. Awesome. Andrew, what about you? I'm a big Tim Ferriss fan. So okay. I love Tim Ferriss. I like the whole Stoic philosophy. I think that's uh, pretty useful. I think he's a really good interviewer. Mm-hmm. Not as good as you. But I, think he's, <laughs> I think he's very good. We're still working on it. We're a work in progress here. <laughs> um, but I do love Tim. And then also we have a mutual friend, a guy by the name of Brad Swinehart. Mm. Has yeah, a, Be Advised. A yeah. one called Be Advised that I think is very good. Okay. And uh, recently had a very good guest on, so... <laughs> It was me. Oh, okay. (laughs) Spoiler alert. (laughs) Well, I did just listen to the episode, was it last Monday, I believe, where Don Myers? Yeah, Don Myers. Yep, I love Don Myers. That was. Yeah, I uh, couldn't um, shamelessly plug our own podcast, but I probably (laughs) should have now. Well, stay paid, of course. Yeah. Tell tell us a little bit about Stay Paid and why we should tune in because it's a good show. Thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah, it's a labor of love, much like um, I'm sure yours is. The whole concept of Stay Paid was the we're having clients use our products and sign up for our systems, but they lacked almost the motivation or the tactics of how to be successful in business. 
And so we were like, how do we try to reach clients in another way to give them more valuable information, to try to motivate them, to try to give them a tactic that will help them? And the idea of a podcast came up and, you know, so we stuck with it. I think my mom was the only one that listened in the beginning. And And, me. Yeah. And Andrew. (laughs) No, but now obviously we have thousands of listeners. It's awesome. It's been amazing. But the purpose of the podcast is really to give you actionable things that you can implement. We even try every episode to end every episode with an action item that you can implement in your business literally that day or the next day. And we're interviewing top producers in insurance, finance, real estate, entrepreneurs to just try to pick their brain on how did they do it? How did they build their business? What's one tactic that they would share? And it's really taken off for us. It's been awesome. Right. And I like how with your podcast in particular, I've seen so many that when they have guests come on, it's just, you know, this episode with this person. And it's like, that is great. What are you talking yeah. about? <laughs> so I love that you guys actually put that out front that here's like the value that you're going to get from listening to this episode. And then this is the person that's going to give it to you. So yes. that even if you don't know who that person is, you kind of know what you're tuning into and what you're going to hear about, which I think just goes back to kind of, you know, what you guys said, teaching, respecting yeah, what your items. audience is here for and understanding kind of what they're looking for and why they're coming to you. Yeah, it's well said. Yeah, very much so. Now we're going to go to Andrew for this one next. What is the one question that you wish that you were asked in interviews, but no one asks you? Holy smokes. (laughs) (laughs) What is the one question I wish I was asked? Yeah, or the one thing that you, the one burning thing that you wish you could talk about in in an interview that nobody seems to kind of get around to. Interesting. All right. So I guess really the number one thing would be what's your why? You know, what is it that really motivates you every single day to get up? We started doing what's called the 5 a.m. club, which is really incredible. We all motivate ourselves to get up at five o'clock in the morning, Mm -hmm. get to the gym and then start your day early. Mm -hmm. And it's had a dramatic impact on my life. Luke has done it for years. Now I've actually start to understand why it makes such a big difference. So what is the why? Well, for me, the why to get up at five o'clock in the morning wasn't just because, again, I wanted to experience what was making a huge difference in his life. Look at these guns. Come on. <laughs> Stop. Whoa, man, you're going to make me blush in here. Jeez. No. But, you know, I've got a cruise coming up. Right. So it's my wife and I's 15th anniversary. So we've never done a cruise together. We've never been to Europe. Okay. Look, if I'm going to get on a cruise, I got to believe I kind of want to look a little bit more fit. So getting up at five o'clock in the morning is kind of my why, you know, for this cruise. Okay. To push myself. I love that. I like that a lot because I like that you can kind of keep going with that. You have kind of like a, you can do a short term, you can do a medium term, you can do a long term. I think sometimes Absolutely. we think about goals and we think about setting them for, you know, our business or this long future far off thing. But I like that that's a little more close mm. to what's going on right now. And then, you know, once you get back from your cruise, then on to the next thing. That's right. So, all Love right. Uh, Luke, what about you? That's a great question. (laughs) Now, I was sitting here thinking as you were speaking, going, I don't know what I would wish people would ask me about. 
probably the thing I don't get to talk about as much as I would like because of maybe, I don't want to say stigma or polarization around it, would be probably my faith. So I grew up, my dad's a pastor. Uh, I grew up homeschooled, actually. My dad's a pastor. But my faith has had such an incredible, yeah, exactly. So don't hold it against me. I'm a preacher's kid. You know, it's something that's made a dramatic impact on my life. And actually, our vision statement of empowering entrepreneurs to live a life of freedom, that is just one silo of the statement of my life. I mean, I want to empower people to live a life of freedom when I, you know, leave this earth, which we all do. I'm hoping that, you know, I was a piece of helping impact people to find true freedom, which I believe obviously comes from a relationship with Christ. And I don't get to talk about that very much on podcasts or in business because it kind of is one of those things that has maybe a stigma around it. But it's something that I know if people, I try to live it out more than I try to talk about it um, because I think that's where true impact comes from. But it truly has been the foundation of Reminder Me could come and go, but I'll be okay. And I think there's a lot of entrepreneurs out there that their whole identity is wrapped up in their accomplishments. Mm -hmm. And when your identity flows from your accomplishments and it doesn't flow from something bigger than that, I I think that's where people get lost or astray. And that's something that I don't get to talk about very much. Right, right. Well, you can kind of see my sticker on there. The God is greater than the highs and lows. Oh, okay. sticker that we have there. It's awesome. Uh, It is. Oh, yeah, there it is. Yep. Yeah. Um, That's awesome. That's definitely... when, when you talk about what's your why, yeah. you know, it's, I think for me, one of my biggest motivating factors, and it kind of is faith-based a little yeah. bit with, you know, just wanting to make sure that what I'm leaving is positive and mm-hmm. not scathing comments or unscrupulous business practices yep. or anything like that. Having the ability to help people better themselves, but in a good way. And I, it makes so much sense now with you saying that kind of the whole idea of connections and networking and you know community that that's really kind of it's it's what it's all about it is i tell people if you want a life of significance it comes through a life of service that Mm -hmm. that's what i believe and and you know it's it's why you always see rich people like the more and more money i make it's so interesting it's like why you see the rich people at the end of their lives what are they trying to do they're trying to be philanthropists they're trying to give Mm -hmm. back they're trying to create impact everybody goes on the same journey and Mm -hmm. it's like if you really want to be successful in business start out your business. Like Ray Dalio said it best. He said, there's three phases of life. There's the phase where you're hustling and grinding, trying to make it. There's the phase where you're trying to maintain it. And then Mm -hmm. there's the phase and obviously grow it in that phase. But then there's phase three that everybody enters into and they're trying to give back and they're trying to make their life mean something. He said, what would the world be like if you started there? Give back right. along yeah, the way. Yeah, if you started at mm-hmm. the give back phase, if you started at the purpose phase, if right. you started that way, your life would be so different. The door knocking that it takes to grow an insurance practice would be so much easier because there's a bigger purpose to it, right? right? So all those things play into it. But Yeah. Well, and it's very easy to kind of couple those two things together. The idea of serving your community while you're kind of getting your name out there and doing those things. Not that you want to take it and do it because of those reasons, because of getting your name out there, but... It's really, you know, volunteering and giving back. It's it's a great way to do that and also feel good about what you're, what you're doing. So, all right. Well, one thing we did not get into, got to circle and bring it on back to uh, Reminder Media and the magazines and everything like that. I don't know if you want to get into it here, but how do we get started with Reminder Media if we're interested in using this as yeah. a marketing strategy? So, Call ob- Andrew Sachs yeah. immediately. <laughs> 
<laughs> Give them your number now. 484-804-2963. That's his real number, so definitely hit him up. Yes, if you are interested, we would obviously love to talk to you. You should be a Ritter Insurance agent because you get special promotions through Ritter. I'm shamelessly saying that because I believe it to be true, and I know it's true, and I know it's something that can add value to what you're doing. So check, obviously, Ritter out if you're not with Ritter because you can get promotions through them using us. You can go to ReminderMedia.com. You can go to ReminderMedia.com slash Ritter, I think, dash insurance is what you said, but it's yes. all going to be in the show notes. Yep. Uh, so please check website. that out. And we have special promotions for you. So there's some free magazines you can get. There's discounted pricing. And so we'd love to have you. Thank you both so much for being here. We've really talked about a lot of different topics and strategies. I hope that for everyone listening here today, really take take these tips and strategies to heart because these are two gentlemen who really know what they're doing. They know what they're talking about. You can see that evidenced in the work that they do and where they've grown their company to. And there's absolutely nothing holding you back from doing the exact same thing. It's just really it's it's a mindset. And you know, if you if you want to be able to do it, you definitely can. So thank you both so much for being here today. It's been awesome. Thank you for having us. Thank you, Sarah. Really appreciate it. I really appreciate the partnership here with Ritter, too. Yes. It has been incredible. Absolutely. Well, we hope to have you back on again in the future. And uh, yeah, thank you so much. Such a great conversation. Again, that was Luke Acre and Andrew Saxa from Reminder Media. We will have their contact information in the notes, as well as the links to get started or to learn more. So be sure to check those out. And when you talk to them, don't forget to mention that you heard them on the Agent Survival Guide podcast. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen today. Make sure you're following along and subscribing wherever it is you like to listen, and we will see you next episode. 